This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. We're here at Real Presence Live. I'm Todd Ferguson with Jennifer Anderson, and we're excited for our next uh, guest, uh, Dan Johnson. And, and mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a question, just, you know, for those who don't know in the world, and, I, and I'd like to know, too, are you the, uh, are you the, the Dan Johnson 10-year Major League Baseball player, hero of the Tampa Bay Rays, a.k.a. the Great Pumpkin? I, is it I, that Dan I, Johnson? I am not. That, that is not I. That's, nor okay. nor uh, I, uh, neither, I'm not uh, Don Johnson either, who's Don, uh, I, I believe was a character on Miami Ma- Vice, Miami which is a, Vice. Oh, okay. which is a yes. teach, uh, show I, I never saw. Totally. It, uh, it's, uh, 80s girl here. So, 80, yeah. there, we, there we go. <laughs> so, Absolutely. So this, yeah. is, this is Dan Johnson, the uh, Shanley standout and the doctor of physical therapy uh, in the FM area. Thank Dan you. Johnson. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're here with Dan Johnson from Total Balance physical therapy he is a uh, husband and father and owner of tonal balance physical therapy uh they have a gym they do physical therapy and um and he himself is a physical therapist and here uh we're going to talk about the health of the body and the soul but before we get to that dan why don't you just talk a little bit about who you are your life and yeah yeah so i uh uh grew up primarily in the fm uh i am uh i have four siblings so i'm one of five kids uh grew up in moorhead uh went through saint joe's uh catholic church uh catholic school church in moorhead uh then went to shanley graduated from there in 2009 I studied philosophy at NDSU for mm. uh, uh, my undergrad, and then grad school was at UND for my uh, uh, doctorate in physical therapy. Nice. Uh, uh, de- cradle Catholic growing up, uh, w- which has been awesome, but I was uh, the type of cradle Catholic that really liked to take and uh, uh, argue and question, and so I uh, <laughs> uh, really, really uh, loved my, my education at Shanley, which allowed me to take and develop that, uh, and then also... Uh, be, being able to take and uh, uh, develop it a little bit in the trenches at, at NDSU. So the two philosophy teachers that I had there, one was a, a, a former teacher at a, a mm. seminary. And wow. uh, uh, so very, very, very Catholic based in what he ended up doing. And one was uh, uh, op- openly uh, homosexual and more of a militant atheist. And so uh, uh, just it, it was a really, really good dynamic between the two. Uh, uh, and so it was... It was a lot of fun to have certain things affirmed in certain classes and other things challenged in other classes. So mm-hmm. really good there. Uh, I have a, a beautiful wife, Aubrey, and we uh, actually just had our third child maybe 10, 11 days ago. Something Congratulations. Like that so, Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Really, uh, yeah, you kind of snuck that one into the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just suddenly on Facebook amidst all this <laughs> uh, COVID lockdown, <laughs> suddenly it was... We have a new baby. It, uh, yes. yeah, no, it was uh, uh, re- really, really exciting mm. to be able to uh, take and have it. So now we have a five-year-old uh, girl, Lenora, a three-year-old boy, Levi, and uh, a newborn, Ian. Oh, yeah. but I, I keep Ian. getting his name wrong. I'll call him. I'll call him 
Levi, which is the name of my second, <laughs> and then I'll combine Ian and Levi into Eli. Oh, that and happens. And then I'll call him Ian. So he already has he has three names currently, but we'll, uh, we'll get better. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember my grandparents always kind of having to go through all the names to get to my name. And, and now that I do that with my kids, and oh boy, I, I thought I would never do that. We do have psychological studies that show if you get people's names wrong, it means that you actually love them and care about them. Okay. Versus uh, if you if you get people's names wrong or okay. like b- basically if you dislike someone you will never get their name wrong it's, it's, <laughs> really what, what, done. Like, just like and, and <laughs> I, I i've said that once and there was one dude who was like you've never gotten my name wrong and i'm like oh god <laughs> oh, yeah, no. this isn't good yeah, <laughs> yeah but I, uh, I get everyone's name wrong so it's well okay. i try to get your name dan uh right uh <laughs> well i'll try to get it right when i uh, when i can but uh you know, with uh, with total balance, I mean that name I think is very uh, fitting for kind of what we're talking about here. Uh, that sort of uh, link and, and balance between um, the health of the body, health of the soul. Um, tell us a little bit about your about your practice, your approach, uh, and yeah. how your faith may come into that. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, uh, when uh, uh, start, starting total balance was very much a uh, uh, wh- when I looked at what was oftentimes falling down in the, the the world of physical therapy, it was very much you you would work with someone and then they would would leave and there would be little follow up. It was very it was very very difficult to take and uh, work with people long term in certain capacities. And uh, a place that we've set up like to- total balance is uh, uh, it's uh, physical therapy inside a gym setting with personal trainers, registered dietitians. Those. All, all of these things coming together to be able to take and try and actually uh, approach it in more of a holistic way, which is something that's usually severely lacking in the medical field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, if we look at what, what's the best thing someone can do for their, their uh, you know, uh, mental health, physical health, uh, all, all of these things long term, it's, it's normally just something, like trying to do something consistently with some sort of regularity that you feel good about. And so uh, we, we really try and take and set up that sort of environment. Uh, one thing that also seemed to be lacking is that uh, many, many physical therapists, uh, uh, what, what they make us get doctoral degrees now. We, we are uh, considered primary care providers, so we, we can see people without referrals. But uh, many don't really uh, uh, practice in that way. And so I really wanted to take and set up a place where uh, physical therapists mm-hmm. were able to take and practice at the top of their license, where you could come in and uh, effectively take triage people and then help them through a, uh, an effective plan, plan of care and, uh-huh. and follow up long term. And so we uh, that that got going November 2017, which would be almost three years ago now, two and a half years ago. And uh, we uh, will have the fourth location coming down on Monday. Is actually is when we close on a Holly? gym, a gym in Holly. Oh, yeah. wonderful! So, yeah, absolutely. Congratulations! Thank well, you. Yeah. <clears throat> certainly the the spirit is with your business it's growing growing fast yeah. and and you're helping a lot of people and providing that uh place where people can grow in their in their health um talk about the the health of the body a little bit you know we as as catholics we we focus on um you know the spiritual life and and <clears throat> as we should and so forth but you know, sometimes the the health of the body is kind of left out of that conversation. And Jennifer and I have been talking about for the last uh, hour, kind of the the integration of the whole person. And 
and how important that is. And and obviously God likes the body because he because of the incarnation. He took on flesh. And and so talk a little bit about uh, the health of the body and and how that can actually help our spiritual life. So I, I really like to come at this from a philosophic uh, uh, perspective where we see that uh, uh, frequently what we like to take into in medicine would be more of a, a dualistic philosophy where there's a mind and there's a body and they sort of interact but not really. Mm-hmm. Whereas Catholics, we fall more into what we would consider a hylomorphic perspective where there's basically no... Uh, the there is really no difference between the mind and the body. Uh, uh, and we, we, when we take and approach it as it is one entity, it, it, you can get far more effective results. So when we look at pain as truly a, uh, just an, like an epistemic nightmare almost, like we don't, we, we can see that people who have epi, uh, immense amounts of pain uh, have almost nothing physically wrong. People who have a ton physically wrong oftentimes have no pain. Uh, it, so it's, it's very, very strange when you try and take and go, this is what we're seeing with the body, this is what we're seeing with the mind, and like you try and piece them together like that. But if you understand that it is uh, 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 the, the Catholic philosophic teaching that, you know, we we you know we will be reunited with our bodies. There there is a resurrection of the body. Like it seems to really really make sense with a lot of what we're medically seeing, and we've medically mismanaged a lot of people in the last uh, how, however many years by going like oh you know like that's that's a mental issue or that's a physical issue. Mm-hmm. When understand that it's very di- you can't both. <laughs> you can't you can't separate the mm-hmm. two. Very very difficult to do. And so uh, uh, if we look at how. You know, I, I take and uh, approach physical therapy more so uh, uh, as, uh, like the spiritual aspect of it. I I really think that th- there's – it's almost – if we look at like what the American virtue would be, it would almost be hard work. You know, mm-hmm. like that seems to be mm-hmm. like uh, uh, something that's maybe – Quick, quick, quintessentially American. And uh, I, I love the Socratic philosophers. Uh, uh, someone like Aristotle, uh, one, one of his highest virtues was uh, uh, arete, or seeking out excellence in whatever one does. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that's something that's always resonated well with me. We see that Augustine and Aquinas, uh, uh, two, two of the greatest uh, uh, kind of fathers, teachers of the church, really latched on to these, these uh, uh, cer- certain uh, Aristotelian ideas. And... Uh, so in the in the sense of uh, uh, my myself, I really really like the idea of seeking excellence in what I do, and there there's basically uh, as as any good Catholic knows there's there's no finish line in mm-hmm. in life like you always have to actively be striving to be better mm-hmm. than you are mm-hmm. or, or else run the race you, till the end or, yes. you, you failed man you know like yeah. that's that's you know there there's no other way around it uh, so so it's almost. Uh, like you're saying, it, it, I mean, it's kind of an ac- academic exercise to separate it out, and you know that can help for study and conversation and so forth. But when it comes to the actual application of health and what we do, it just works better if it's all integrated together. A- absolutely, you know, my mind, body, uh, uh, the the physical, the mental, the spiritual, like it all interplays. And if if you just uh, you know treat people if you if you uh treat people like you know uh, here's back pain patient number one walking through the door or you know like this is a living breathing complex human which with thoughts feelings emotions and uh uh, and sleep and nutrition and all all of these things taken matter and 
uh, uh, matter with, you know, like what, what's going on with this individual's life. It is amazing how it makes massive, massive differences mm -hmm. in uh, uh, their outcomes as well as their perception of uh, how am, am I actually being helped? Am I getting where I want to be? And mm. so it's, it's so, really awesome. So if someone comes in with back pain and you start working with them, do you sometimes hear them make comments about how, you know, other things improve that maybe would typically fall under a different category like mental health or so forth? Um, I think that's, a you know, an important um kind of conversation to have and get into that, you know, people, uh, you know, they, they kind of compartmentalize it like that. And, and, but yet if you, if you have a physical ailment, you may be able to improve other things. And so I think, I think that's something we want to talk about and, and we, we got a break coming up here. And so we're going to hold that over till the break and let you think about that for a minute. When we come back, we're going to talk about what all can be improved by, uh, physically improving your life. Absolutely. Yeah. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. Have you ever wondered if your family's past struggles have affected you personally? I'm Father Chris Alar. You and your ancestors are all part of the body of Christ, so you should desire healing for them for the consequence of their past sins. Evidence suggests that these consequences can even be passed down through generations. Well, God does not hold you personally responsible for the sins of your ancestors. He does allow the effect of their deeds to reverberate from one generation to the next. The sins or sanctity of your family members may impact you. So learn how to break free from any sinful bonds in your life. There is hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. 
We're back here, Real Presence Live. Todd Ferguson, Jennifer Anderson, and Dan Johnson, physical therapist at Total Balance, um, with now coming soon four locations: uh, Fargo, Holly is the coming soon, and where else? Uh, so we we have one in North Fargo, one in South Fargo. We have an individual working uh, uh, in a downtown location, and now Holly, Minnesota. Wow! Mm, congratulations. So Dan, yeah. helping a lot of people. Uh, with yes. their health, and we're talking about holistic health and, mm-hmm. and how you really can't separate people out into different compartments, that the, the person is a whole. And, and, and so we're kind of curious about, you know, people are coming to you, obviously, for physical ailments. That's what motivates them to come in. They come in, they be seen, you start working with them. Uh, you know, maybe it's back pain, maybe it's joint pain, etc. Uh, but over time, I'm sure you may see other you know, then make comments about other things improving through that process. Yeah, and uh, so w- when I take and work with someone, I really try and have a nice long conversation at the start, just to just to get to know that that uh, human human being and like just who they are, where they're coming from. But to take and uh, uh, reduce all symptoms to one thing is is norm almost always wrong. Uh, or at least we it, the way science is predicated, the fact that it is it's uh, uh, well. Healthcare is it's applied science first and foremost, so mm-hmm. you really have to get into the weeds with statistics. But it is nearly impossible to ever know if the one thing that you did was was helpful or not. And so, other than like we we got the results that we wanted, and it's the reason why science and medicine it's so very difficult. But uh, uh, ultimately, we uh, uh, we see that sleep, stress, nutrition, uh, uh, exercise levels, habits, smoking, all all of those things make huge differences in whether or not uh, uh, someone's active pain state. So examples that I use when someone comes in, like I, I ha- have a relatively high stress job, uh, uh, high stress life overall, but uh, I don't, it, it doesn't negatively affect me pain wise ever. What does negatively affect me pain wise? Like last night I got less than six hours of sleep and my body hurts today, you know, mm-hmm. like not, not one thing, just everything hurts. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh and it's solely, I shouldn't say solely, but it's primarily driven by the fact that I did not get enough sleep last night. And that's, that's okay. And that, that's normal for me. And being able to take and pick up on those types of things for individuals. Because I, I know that you, uh, you, Dr. Todd, will take and work with people on like uh, food sensitivities or intolerances, things like that at times. And like, it's amazing how certain things like that, it's like, oh, I didn't realize that when I put this substance in my body, I felt terrible everywhere. It's or my, my knee flared up or whatever it is. So being able to take and, and break those things down has the ability to be wildly helpful. And it's amazing how uh, uh, the, the psychologic aspect of, of things uh, makes, makes a huge difference. Like no one comes in because of, because I have back pain. They, they all come in because I have back pain and I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to get on and off the floor to play with my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, yeah. it's, it's always, those are the reasons why people are coming it's in. how it affects your life. The quality it's, of life. Yeah. And, and yeah. so if, if you don't actively take and break those things down, you can't effectively help the person. Cause again, like it mo uh, usually what you get in medicine is like, Oh, your back hurts. Like, let's try and fix your back pain. But if you go like what, you know, if, if you're a good motivational interviewer, 
you're going to be able to take and go like, okay, like why does this actually matter? Mm -hmm. And it matters because this person's deathly afraid because they have an uncle who had 17 back surgeries and now he can't mm -hmm. move, you know, yeah. and they don't, they don't want to be that dude, you know, like, and so it, it quickly becomes like, it's not about the back pain. It's like, let's make sure that they aren't their uncle, you know, mm -hmm. it quickly becomes if they can't get on and off the floor, like how yeah. do we get this person on and off the floor? How do we de-threaten these motions, these movements? Even even if sometimes there is pain associated with it, because that's so psychologically beneficial. Yeah. So finding the the why, you know, why do you want to get better? Why do you want to improve? Is is really important. Oh yeah, yeah. The the one one hundred percent, and uh, the number one predictor of whether you get better uh, in cert certainly physical therapy and most uh, most things that are uh, uh, of that nature in medicine is whether or not you like your therapist. Mm. Not number one predictor. And yeah. so, like your heart medication is a third more effective if you like your cardiologist. Like yeah. you don't. Uh, 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 what I what I always uh, tell other therapists is do not leave nonspecific effects on the table, you know, mm. and because uh, it's it's very very difficult to uh, always know exactly what's what's going on all the time with everyone. But uh, the things that are controllable, mm. like you you have the ability to actually take and relate with the person in front of you on a human level, and uh, it's amazing how much that's uh, uh, lacking in medicine frequently. Yeah, almost so. like a, a bedside manner. I know mm -hmm. that's certainly true with. Uh, studies looking at surgery and the outcomes of recovery that the bedside matter of the surgeon matters. Now, of course, that doesn't mean it's everything, but you can have a surgeon who doesn't have great bedside manners still do a good job. But but it's it's almost like it's um, finding the medicine within, so to speak, in, in that, you know, that, again, that whole person matters to have a relationship, an encounter where I trust this person, they're here for my good, and I'm here to get that help. We're on the same page. Really allows the healing to happen uh, more effectively. And if you can combine that with with excellence as well, like if you can actually be excellent at your job, be a, f a phenomenal at what you do, that it, that is a very very potent mm -hmm. combo. Mm -hmm. It's all about relationships. I mean, relationship, like you said. And so more people remember the poor bedside manner, you mm -hmm. know. And so yeah. the, our our normal is is. Um, well, it's just who we are as far as being the um, person that maybe represents Christ. The thing about balance, too, is that church isn't just that one hour on Sunday. Yeah. And so just like our exercise and how, how we take care of ourselves and relationships and all of that. So um, you're seeing when people are healing and getting better with their physical therapy, um, tears of joy, kind of happiness, um, a lot of I know with some of my physical therapy and massages, emotions come out, don't they? Mm -hmm. oh, absolutely. We, it's, it is definitely very common to uh, have cathartic moments, mm -hmm. for sure. And uh, uh, it's, it is fun to be able to take and work with that through, through in, uh, w with individuals. Like, I didn't think I was going to be able to do this again or like, I didn't, you know, like I, I never realized how good I have the ability to feel or all of those types of things that you hear. Mm -hmm. But uh, it is usually the only time those things ever happen is if you find a way to actually uh, uh, relate with that person on mm -hmm. a human level. And then it happens really frequently if, again, you relate with them on a human level and then be good at your job. Yeah. So ab absolutely. Do you, do you think, you know, I'm just thinking about we all go through our dry moments in our spiritual life and and our struggles there. And so you, you go through that. And of course you, you take, 
you take a pause to look at, okay, am I praying? Am I reading the scriptures? And all that's really important. But I think I wonder about sometimes, you know, maybe people don't look at, oh, I, I've, I haven't been exercising and, and my physical health hasn't had any attention, that <clears throat> that could even potentially help the prayer life, that if I can get more physical activity, I'll be in a mental, better mental state where I can do more good in the world or have a more consistent prayer life. Do you, do you find that to be true? The, the body likes novel stimulus. And when I say novel stimulus, things that are new, things that are seem to be helpful, things that are pain-free. And so frequently what, I, what I'll attempt to do, like if someone has back pain, uh, let, let's, let's find some de-threatening ways that we have the ability to take and move. Let's, you know, like, let's, let's find some type of novel stimulus. And if we apply the same thing to our spiritual life, prayer life, or just, just basic psychology as a whole, like there's, there's nothing, if, if you're a runner and like, you you get up and you run twenty miles every day like more power to you man but uh, uh, that doesn't work for most people like mo- most people aren't like I do seventeen hours of adoration a day and then I go to bed uh, like it just it, it doesn't happen doesn't and so work. Be, being able to take in vary what you end up doing is is, is super beneficial and it, it helps you stay out of ruts yeah. so. Uh, Try something new. Fr- fr- frequently, we see that one of the main reasons why people get hurt is doing too much too soon or too mm-hmm. little for too long, and uh, uh, it, it is it is amazing how those things are such uh, uh, roadblocks. But simultaneously with that as well, if you consistently do the same thing over and over and over again every day, your your body at some point usually goes like we would like. Uh, so something different we, we would yeah, like you know like some variety you know a little bit of variety in here and so uh you almost assuredly you have the ability to take and apply that to uh uh spiritual life as so, well so get up and do something but don't overdo it and and i think that would probably apply to many categories right people say you know what i i need to i need to start doing more in my prayer life. And so then they commit to a four hour prayer period and find themselves after two days, not able to do it. And they go back to nothing Mm -hmm. versus just, I need to start this new activity and start within that small to where it's doable, repeatable. And then like you say, be okay with some variety, something new. And, And that can be the same with physical activity that you don't suddenly have to become a 20 mile a day runner, 10 minute walk. Yeah, you know, yeah. start with something, and it's it's all in framing as well. So like, what when I uh, I do something, I do intermittent fasting, and I do it a little bit more aggressively than many others. And it really started as more more of a uh, uh, re- religious uh, religious thing versus anything else, where it was just like, hey, do I do I have the ability to take and uh, 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 not not eat for an extended period of time, even though I would like to, and uh, uh, that that's something that. Almost all religions have some aspect of mm-hmm. with them, but specifically Catholicism, it seems to be something mm-hmm. there. And so I'm actually at the point now where I've done done it enough where it's almost it's almost more of a burden to me to like eat lunch <laughs> uh, uh, on, on on weekdays and things yeah. like that. And so uh, uh, I'll, I'll almost find myself if someone offers me food yeah. to be like I'm gonna like offer it up and like eat this donut. <laughs> well, that's great, you, you know, like it's which is the... which is strange. You know, like I yeah. realize it's strange, yeah. but like it's amazing how. Yeah. Uh, different things can be spiritual yeah. exercises. Well, we want to thank you for coming in, Dan, yes, and sharing you, with Dan. us. And and coming up next, Jeff Bates. Jeff yeah. Bates, my buddy. So he's my partner in crime from Vita Counseling. He'll be joining us soon. We'll talk about staying hopeful during times of the trial. Keep it right there.